understand it's essentially the same unappreciative crowd full of scumbags from last night. Hello and welcome to episode number 6 of the Scumbags of Wrestling Podcast. I'm Sean, I'm your host. This week it's going to be a recap or replaying of our live video from our trip to Toronto for the Northern Tournament. This past Sunday, Smash Wrestling presented the Northern Tournament at the Phoenix in Toronto. On our way there, Dave and I did predictions and previews of the matches that were going to happen, and we then followed up our time there with live updates of the goings-on. It was a long day with everything starting at 4 o'clock and first show ending at 7, with the second show starting almost immediately after and fully ending just at quarter to 11. But regardless of it being a long day, it was an incredible day of uh, in-ring action. So sit back and enjoy as we relive Sunday on our trip to Toronto for the Northern Tournament. Thanks for tuning in. We go to Toronto for the Northern Tournament with Smash Wrestling. So we're going to pop in during the daytime and record this for our podcast this week. Do a preview and review of uh, the show. And feel free to send us some messages if you want questions answered, but along the way we'll pop in and uh, do some previews of the different matches in the tournament and the second show with the two titled matches and the grudge match. So, catch you later. Alright, you send it permanently. I have nothing to add. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Join us. Hey scumbags, it's almost time. On June 16th, we're hitting the road and heading down to Dresden, Ontario. Who's getting smashed? We have our very own Scumbags of Wrestling section with 20 VIP seats, and there's just a few left. We're going to go down and support the Junior Kings with a great uh, evening of action at the Dresden Arena. Already signed for this card is Super K versus Ricky James. In intergender action, Kevin Bennett takes on Jody Threat. In a hard-hitting, high-flying match, we're going to see Tarek take on Daniel Garcia. The tag team titles will be on the line as well. Oil Machine defends against Killscreen, the team of Scotty O'Shea and Kevin Blackwood. 
in triple threat match action. We'll see Aiden Prince take on Brent Banks and Tyson Dukes. And in the main event, Cody Neener faces Sebastian Suave. Doors open at 5 p.m., bell time at 6. Tickets are just $15 in advance, or you can join the Scumbag VIP section for just $20. Get as close to the ring action as possible when Smash Wrestling makes history in Dresden, Ontario. Get your tickets now from the Dresden Kings Executive or from 99.1 FM CKXS, your music variety. If you would like to join our section, you can always uh, email me at scumbagsofwrestling at gmail.com or send me a message on Twitter at scumbagscanada. Hope to see you there. We're live again. Hey guys, we are on the road. We're almost uh, to Woodstock. And uh, yeah, just the first part of our preview to today's uh, match. It's two shows in one day at the Phoenix at the Phoenix, should I say, in Toronto. It's the Northern Tournament from Smash Wrestling. And uh, so they have two shows. The first show is going to have first round tournament action. And first match they have Joe Hendry versus Kevin Bennett. What do you got? I don't know. Um, I want to say Joe Hendry, just because I feel if they're going to get him all the way over from the UK, they might as well make him do double duty. Um, I can still see it going either way, though. Did you happen to catch uh, Kevin Bennett's uh, rap? Yeah, I watched it this morning. Fantastic. For all the heat Kevin Bennett gets, he is actually a really good rapper. It's not just a kayfabe gimmick. He actually does really good music. (laughs) I think it's going to be interesting, though, because uh, in this case, he doesn't have muscle or tank with him as he's kicked them both to the curb. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I think I have to agree with you that uh, Joe is probably going to win this one. And uh, probably Kevin Bennett, as I said on uh, our last episode of podcast, is going to be wishing he's back in the ring with uh, Andreas C. C and Elmas. That was such a good match. Well, I mean, as also, far as squashes go, that was a really good squash. Well, you got a couple of moves in as well. And for all of us uh, fans here in Ontario, and the Buffalo area that recognized him would be like, oh my god, that's Kevin Bennett. So it was an awesome moment for the indie scene, regardless of the beating he took on that one. And so the winner of that match is going to take on the winner of Tyson Dukes versus Joy Mercury. Oh, that's going to be such a good match. I feel like it has to be Dukes. One of the pillars of uh, Smash. Yeah. Get him to move on. I'm surprised actually that uh, Mercury is there because, well, I didn't, uh, I said to Jason the other day that I didn't realize he was back wrestling beyond, you know, what he did with Eminem and the little bit he did as the uh, security for uh, with J&J. Yeah. I was surprised too when I saw him. I was, that's a pretty, because he's, I don't know if, is he still involved with WWE? I'm not sure, to be honest. Like, I know Jamie Noble is. Yeah, because he's uh, TJ Wilson uh, doing stuff. Maybe uh, TJ's taking over uh, Joey's spot so Joey can go back wrestling. Yeah. Or maybe it's just like he's 
in a different role. Because I know sometimes if your role changes, they allow you to do a few independent things. Yeah, which uh, Tyson's actually going to be doing a bunch of seminars uh, near the end of the year in the area, and he's taking bookings that way. So, with those two matches, they'll meet up in the second round later on tonight. And so, it sounds like both of us have Hendry versus uh, Dukes. That'd be such a good match. Any uh, thought on who might come out of that to go to the Final Four? I still gotta say Dukes. I feel like Dukes is gonna be in the final round. Dukes taking it to the pillar? That's what I think. I like that idea. Um, so yeah, that's uh, the first uh, two matches in round one, plus a preview of what we think for uh, second round. Everything starts today at uh, 4 o'clock. Doors open at 3. So come on down to uh, the Phoenix in Toronto. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be two shows, one night. Smash Wrestling, the Northern Tournament. Catch you later. Lita Ford's ready. And are you ready? The Ultimate Music Fan Experience event officially opens Friday, June 8th with Peter Chris VIP experience, followed by a kickoff concert. Convention takes place June 9th and 10th at London Music Hall with concerts in the evening. A kicking convention that provides a true VIP experience. It's Rockin' Con, with all the access passes to rock out. Enter Rockin' Con, a show environment that celebrates rock and roll culture by cracking... Cranking up the awesome all the way to freaking 11. At this first of its kind show, you will be immersed in everything that is uh, the rocks. From the music to the merch, vintage guitars and rare vinyl. Stories from the road and autographs from the, your favorites. Spend the day shopping for collectibles, mingling with like-minded music fans and taking part in rocking presentations and attractions. Attend specially curated concerts for the evening, including the official after-party featuring Rock and Con guests taking the stage, providing a rare opportunity to get up and listen to huge rock stars in an intimate venue. This is the weekend to rock them all. Part concert, part convention, it's all rock. It's Rock and Con. I admittedly don't know these two very well. 
So I unfortunately don't know who I'm going with on that. This will be my first time seeing them as well. Um, the only thing I really know about Joey Janela is that he's been lighting up the indie scene. Uh, even during WrestleMania weekend, he had his own show that he put together, the, uh, the Joey Janela party, and a lot of people were at it. So if his reputation that I've heard of being great in ring and flying around and just his rise, it's actually true. I'd love to see uh, Janela against Banks in the next round. That'd be good. And I go with Banks again. And Banks beating uh, Janela to uh, put another pillar in the final four. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, agree with that one. I don't see uh, much changing in that. I hope we eventually do have a little bit of difference in opinion, but right now, the way it's playing out and seeing that, I totally agree on the uh, first four matches with you. Uh, since we got a little bit more time, I think we can go on to the next bracket, yep. and it has uh, Andrew Everett taking on uh, Kevin Blackwood. So good. This is my personal most excited match. I'm a little biased, though. <laughs> yeah, um, I admittedly, as we talked just before putting this on, I'm not aware of uh, Andrew Everett. Uh, you said he's on. Uh, it's on Impact. Impact Wrestling in the X Division. X Division. But as Smash Wrestling fans have seen, Kevin uh, Blackwood is definitely rising up, and he's a huge fan favorite within our group. And he was even uh, this week's. Uh, scumbag spotlight so I think yeah for sure I want to see Kevin Blackwood advance to the next round and he'll uh, face the winner of the next match Jason Cade versus Sebastian Suave that I'm probably going to go with Sebastian Suave it's hard to tell on that one yeah I, I have Suave in that one I've not familiar with Cade, uh, but Smash Wrestling has been doing a great job with this uh, tournament in particular today, bringing in uh, talent that is not familiar, but they've been picking from some of the greatest uh, independent organizations and the greatest indie uh, stars. I think that a couple. Right I now. think a couple of them are also from CZW. So I think a couple of them are like an early preview of the Smash versus CZW as well. And uh, speaking of that, that's actually coming up all uh, next month in, in July. CCW versus Smash in Sarnia, London, and uh, Toronto. I believe London's show is Saturday the 14th. Yep. And uh, Sarnia is the 13th, followed by uh, the 15th in Toronto, which is taping for the Fight Network. I'm going to miss the London one, sadly. They'll be in Toronto. But I'm going to Northern today, so you win some, you lose some. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I guess um, if we're both picking uh, Suave to go with that, that puts us with Suave versus uh, Blackwood in the uh, next round of in show two. This is hard for me because I, I really want Blackwood to at least make it to the finals. So I would love to see him in the finals. But talked about the pillars. Yeah, I feel if Tarek was also in 
the tournament, it would be a no-brainer. But, no, I'm definitely going with Kevin Blackwood. Because, and this actually ties into a future match, I think Sebastian Suave is going to get involved in the match with Tarek later. Um, I think this... interesting, yeah. I think this, they're both of their inclusion today is a lead into a huge feud match at um, the Super Slam Show. Or Super Showdown, sorry. I always get the name wrong. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Anthony Kingdom James will be there for uh, that. Yeah, I can see uh, your logic in that. Um, plus, with Blackwood winning over uh, Suave, you have somewhat people might think is a shocker. Yeah. And then you put him in the finals where you got Blackwood and potentially uh, Banks yep. together. Wow. Yeah. Like, the second show is going to be off the hook even if we get through the first show. Yeah, Duke's in the third. And those are the three we have so far. Yeah. I, I would love to see that. Like, even before adding a fourth person, that match is already golden. That's a triple threat. Yeah. So we are to still add a fourth. Uh, yeah, we're close to, I think, Brantford. Yep. Just outside of Brantford. So we might as well go, uh, finish traffic. The- yeah, traffic seems to be okay. We'll finish off the first half of the show, show number one, with, uh, Kimberly versus, uh, Wheeler Yuta. Not really familiar with Wheeler, but I do know Kimberly from NXT. Um, she made a couple appearances there. Uh, was she in the... Uh, Mae Young tournament as well? I don't think so. I know Mia Yim was. I'm not sure what Kimberly. I don't think so. So who do you have in this second of three intergender matches? Kimberly. Because I feel like we're, we need at least one female to go forward. Female to go forward. Yeah. And I believe I said that uh, with my conversation on episode five with... Uh, Jay, that I would see Kimberly uh, moving forward and being that lone female to go. Yeah. And so the winner of uh, Lee and Yuta actually takes on the winner of Matt Riddle and Miami. Oh. Matt Riddle's a bit of a bucket list for me. I'm a big uh, Progress fan, and he's done a lot of work with them. And I really wanted to see Matt Riddle live, so I'm excited for that match. Literally just for that match. Um, uh, see, I I love Matt Riddle, but I think Mia Yim needs to win. Because, especially with like their WWE ties, could you imagine Kimberly versus Mia Yim? That would be our only female versus female match of the night. Um, yeah, that could go either way. And do you then put a female into the uh, final four? I think so, yeah. Right? Um, if you don't uh, do that, Matt Riddle would make an amazing fourth person. Oh, yeah. In there. And Matt Riddle versus uh, Kimberly uh, has high potential, too. Oh, it does. So I think objectively, it's tough, because objectively, I think having a female is the right choice. But Mia Yim was part of uh, the dollhouse in uh, yep. Impact. She... Yeah, took part in the May Young Classic last year. Yep. Both have great uh, credentials. But also seeing Matt Riddle with those other three that we chose would just be so good. So, 
final uh, choice on the Riddle versus Yim match? Uh, I'll go with I'll go with Riddle. It's, it's going against my gut, but it's, it's what I want, so we'll go with Matt. Yeah, it's one of those that would be, <laughs> be okay to be wrong with. Yeah, in any of these matches, I don't think you could get a bad card. Uh, any of these matches could go either way and still have a great outcome and a great next round uh, matchup. Yeah. Even if we're, our predictions are wrong, we're not going to get feel cheated out of anything. I'm going to go with uh, Riddle because I'd like to see Riddle versus uh, Lee. And then, uh, yeah, put Riddle in there with Banks, Dukes, and uh, Blackwood. Oh. That could be an amazing final four. Who's your your top choice to win and your second choice to win? For the, uh, for the whole thing. For the final four? Yeah. I think gotta go with what uh, us fans have been wanting. Banks, they have a title shot. So I go with uh, Brent Banks. If not, then I'm uh, pulling for Tyson Dukes because this could be his chance at a rematch against Frankie TM if he retains tonight. Ooh, I, I didn't even think of that. I could see that being the main event. For me, my first choice, um, once again, it's very biased, is Blackwood. Plus, I think that would be an incredible shocker, like a surprise to have him win out of everyone that's on that card. Well, it's a huge accomplishment because I'm not sure if uh, Smash Wrestling has actually done anything on this line before. I know they've done the women's tournament, but this could be the first intergender major tournament uh, that Smash Wrestling has done and to be declared the first of anything yeah. for that matter it's, it's huge Yeah, they're going to remember that in the annals of time like you can look back at uh, the King of the Rings for WWE and you know Bret Hart was the first uh, winner of the 1993 King of the Ring yep. but can you tell me who actually won the 1997 King of the Ring no exactly 96 is awesome because of the awesome 316 time but nobody unless it's a major accomplishment something comes out of it it's going to be forgotten people will remember who won the northern tournament yet second choice for me is Banks though because I mean Brent Banks as champ is something I've been expecting for a long time I feel like if it's not it's Brent Banks and Tarek are like the only two options I can see becoming the next champion they have been uh, moving up pretty well in the Smash uh, world, and it's about time for them to step up fully yep. and claim their spot. Uh, so yeah, that is the uh, first round of the Northern Tournament and our projections for the round two and the finals. We'll be back later on to talk about show number two, including the grudge match and the two titles. Yep. See you soon. Guar will be at the Rocket Con in London, Ontario, June 9th and 10th. See you there. Uh, installment on the preview of tonight's Northern Tournament. Two shows, one night. Smash Wrestling at the Phoenix in Toronto. So we have uh, the second part of the card starting at 7.30 tonight. It's show number two. We kind of previewed in our last uh, little bit what uh, to expect with the tournament part. 
but we also have now Tarek versus Anthony Kingdom James. Uh, Kingdom was on uh, Facebook recently and sent out a message to Tarek saying how Tarek is somewhat jealous of him and also he feels slighted by Tarek who he used to manage and didn't get brought with him when Tarek came to Smash and took Sebastian Suave to recognize Kingdom's worth and bring him up. So what do you see for this match? I think it's going to be more promo than match. I don't know how big uh, Kingdom's background is in actual wrestling. I know he's like an incredible manager. Um, there's two ways this can go. It can either be an outright squash or Sebastian Suave is going to get involved, which makes me further think Sebastian Suave isn't going to make it to the finals of the tournament. I think... Ooh, I just thought of something. I feel like Tarek is going to sort of help Blackwood by fucking over Sebastian Suave, and Sebastian Suave is going to fuck over Tarek to help Anthony win. Good, tip for tot, uh, little interference in there. Depends on which order those matches happen. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's going to definitely just a more lead-in, though, to the big fight between uh, Tarek and Suave. One of the upcoming uh, Phoenix shows? I think probably for the big one, for Super Showdown. Super Showdown. I think that's going to be one of the marquee matches, is those two. Probably with some sort of uh, major stipulation because those two have uh, faced each other a bunch of times yeah. over the last while, and so maybe this will be the final chapter for them, but they have to get there with some sort of fuel with tonight's show. Yeah, so I think, because this is kind of almost like, because before Northern they had gold, right? And the winner was always, always got the main event of Super Showdown, so this is almost like their their version of the Royal Rumble. This is their big show that leads to their show of the year. Yeah, so I think this is, on top of the tournament, I think this is one of those matches which is leading to one of the biggest feuds for that show. And with it being filmed for uh, the Fight Network, uh, we'll see it all play out and see what happens. So yeah, I can definitely see that. I don't uh, see Kingdom being able to do too much. Um, I guess he had been wrestling. He resurrected a uh, another championship uh, for the independent area called the Union Championship. But I think he just actually dropped it the other day. Um, so he does have some sort of experience, but from what we've seen, Uncle Phil uh, is more b- better suited right now to be that. Uh, manager role rather than an in-ring performer, so I hi, definitely... Daniel. Daniel says hi. Oh, Daniel. Hello, Daniel. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> we'll give a shout-out to you. Um, yeah, hopefully you follow along with the rest of our day, Daniel. And I do think uh, Tarek will take this match if it, it truly is a match. Yep. If it doesn't get uh, thrown out due to all the outside interference and a brawl, if he loses, it'll be because Sebastian Suave screws him out of it. Yeah. Without the ref seeing, however they do that. But do some uh, underhanded... Yeah. I feel the winner of this match is less important than the impact and the 
the goal, the, the promo of it all. It's, it, to me, this match is more promo than it is match. It's very much a lead into something bigger. For sure. Um, so then we have the tag team titles on the line with Well Oil Machine. Oil up! <laughs> Oil up! Along with, uh, well, shout out to Bra- Braxton Sutter, formerly Braxton Sutter, now back to being Pepper Parks, because today is Pepper Parks' birthday. And him and uh, Cycle Mike Rollins are going to be defending their titles against the Super Smash Brothers. He's going to have a bad birthday. You think they're dropping the titles? I think they're dropping the t- I think this is the first title switch. I mean, Malice is on fire, and I feel like they're designed to be... I felt this since, like, day one. They're going to be the super group of the year. They're going to be the big heel group. And I think there's something about that those four pillars are eventually going to go against the four of Malice. And I feel like they're saving that for a while. That's why it was teased but not happening. And I feel like they're going... One of the biggest things is going to be an all-heel championship going into Super Showdown. I feel like all three belts are going to belong to three members of Malice, and it's going to be the big heel group that everyone hates that control the entire company, and you're going to have a very much, like, struggling faces going into the big show. That's what I think. I see that. Um, This would be the first time the tag titles change hands, uh, as the well machines are the inaugural champions. And I think one of the last uh, times at the Phoenix, there was an encounter between the Smash Brothers and the well uh, machines where the machines were left flying after beatdown and the uh, Super Smash Brothers held the title high. And as you said, this could be the Summer of Malice where uh, they dominate everything. So unfortunately... A sad birthday for uh, Pepper Parks. We but, agree on that one too. Yeah, but I think either way, it's going to be quite the uh, tag team battle. Oh, it's going to be an incredible match. The machines aren't going to give up the uh, titles. Uh, just handing them over. There'll be a fight. Hi and, Ben. Hey Ben. And some of the antics of our uh, good friend uh, Mike Rollins will be put aside and he'll get serious I think yeah and then finally in our main event tonight is going to be what I think is kind of odd yeah would like a little bit of an explanation of why these two are matched up but we have two members of Malice going against each other with the Beast King Frankie TM defending against Vanessa Craven now Frankie TM won the title from Tyson Dukes in January at the hands of Vanessa Craven coming in and uh, chokeslamming Tyson Dukes, allowing Frankie to become the champion. So now they're against each other, which doesn't make too much sense to me, but who do you have? This is the hardest one, because this one confuses me. Um, Part of me is wondering how kayfabe this match actually is because not to get too much into it but we know that there was some legal trouble around Frankie TM and that he missed he missed the London show right? that's why he missed the London show yep so I'm wondering if they're 
trying to, I wonder if there's more to it than we know, or they're not sure how long he can stay, so they're trying to get the belt off of him, but keep it in Malice, because if they keep Malice together and he has to leave, it's still the three of them and they'd still hold all three belts. So, I could see her winning almost as a way of doing a quick story edit. Yeah. Like, basically getting the belt off of him because they have to, but keeping the entire Malice storyline. It's just switched to another member. Yeah, I hope it, if it isn't that regards, that possibly, uh, you know, I just hope that she doesn't end up having to just lay down for him in some sort of... Outsiders or Hogan versus Nash type uh, moment where finger the finger poke, finger poke of doom <laughs> type deal because she's subservient to the Beast King. But I could see them fighting each other and having fun, like literally going all out and hurting each other. But like you know, you could see the evil smile on Frankie. You could see Vanessa laughing. Like, the two actually having an all-out brawl. And enjoying the... But enjoying fight. hurting each other. Because, you know, the ma- malice is crazy and they love chaos. And I could see whoever wins, them still being a strong faction and them just enjoying the chaos. I totally hope that they at least uh, lay into each other and don't give us a WCW-type moment. And it should be a good match. I'm going to go with Frankie uh, retaining the title because, as I said earlier in this uh, episode when we broke down the tournament, the winner gets a shot at the title. I would like to see Tyson Dukes or Brent Banks coming out and getting the uh, title match against Frankie at the next uh, event. I, I, It's funny. I, I'm con- Since it confuses me so much, I think... Vanessa will win if it's a political decision, and I think Frankie will retain if it's just kayfabe. So we'll see how it all pulls out. Yeah, I don't really have a choice on this match. It's this match intrigues and confuses me more than the rest of the cards. So, so yeah, we're just getting into Toronto. We're passing uh, the CNE right now. I can see the CN Tower if I was. In blocked by a apartment building, but uh, yeah, so we're almost there, and uh, next time we uh, check in, we're going to be outside at the Phoenix getting ready for today's show, so thanks for joining us on this part, we'll be right back, talk to you later, Ben and Dave, or Brent and Daniel, Brent and Daniel, you got the first letters right, that's uh, all that matters, we'll talk to you later, <laughs> thanks guys,
Where's my pizza? <laughs> couple seats over from them over there where the red bag is it is the northern show four o'clock is bell time show number one we had the tournament with eight matches that we already uh, previewed hope you took a chance at that hello Jay how are you good to see you hope you're enjoying the Niagara Comic Con and just take a quick tour over towards uh, the autograph uh, row. There is Dave. We are live, and Jay is with us also. He is watching. We'll just take a tour of the Phoenix. I've never been here myself, so we'll see what the Phoenix has to offer. We already know what's going to come up, and it's going to be awesome. Right in front of us is Anthony Kingdom James. The man who's going to take on Tarek tonight. We are doing the podcast, Scumbags of Wrestling Podcast. And you are with us right now. No comment from my Anthony Kingdom James? Your thoughts on your match with Tarek? My thoughts? What thoughts do you Well, we did see your... We saw your at-home video a couple days ago. Yeah. So, still confident as ever? Well, yeah. This is journalism? Is this what I can... It's very amateur journalism. I got you. We're only on number... Exactly. We're on number six. And you're, you're on our podcast. So, thank you for being here. I don't remember signing a release form. Tour. 
Andrew Everett. How you doing? Scumbags of Wrestling Podcast. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. We are scumbags. So, looking forward to your tournament matchup tonight? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. And you uh, have. Uh, my first time here for Smash. Uh, finally got here after years and years of, uh, of coming really close and never crossing the path. Awesome. We we'll look forward to your match tonight. Set up for today's bash event. Two shows, one night. What do you think of the Phoenix? It's nice. It's, it's interesting. It reminds me a little bit of um, Sound Academy. How it like looks like it's multiple rooms that are missing walls to make it one room. That sounds really ghetto. I didn't mean to explain that so poorly. <laughs> It does have a little bit of a feel of uh, the music hall here uh, for us in London, with the way the setup is, a nice space to uh, put the ring in, and except for they have the screen here, unlike uh, us in London. So we'll be right back once we get started. We're about a half hour from bell time. Tune in. Are you looking for your very own Scumbags Wrestling t-shirt? Well, look no further than our own website at scumbags.ca. Right there you can find the link to the Twisted Tees. There will print you a great Scumbags Wrestling t-shirt. You can choose from either the original logo based on the Superstars Wrestling design or our other logo based on the Raw's War parody. Coming soon will be the podcast t-shirt based on the Survivor Series logo. All shirts cost $25, and if there's a large enough order, I will personally go to Alora and pick it up and save everybody the shipping and handling. We've already donated money towards Cordy Diener's Giver for Charity, and I'm willing to do it again if we can do a uh, another large order. So contact me. And get your own t-shirt. Hey guys, it's intermission time at the Northern Tournament. Phoenix in Toronto. We're halfway through the first round of the tournament. We opened with Brent. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Sorry. Trying to figure out where we go on this one and get out of the way of people. Anyways, the uh, tournament started with Tyson Dukes taking on Joey Mercury, Dukes ended up getting the win on that one. We also saw Joey Janela just a moment ago defeat uh, Jordan Grace. Yeah, 
Jordan Grace. We also saw Kevin Bennett lose to Joe Hendry. And we saw Kimberly beat Wheeler Utah. So there's still more to come. We also have in the second round now officially confirmed Joe Hendry versus Tyson Dukes. Check out the intermission for a moment. See who's signing, who's not. We'll be right back. Guys, the winner in the first round, Tyson Dukes, and our scumbag spotlight guy, Kevin Blackwood. Yes. How are you, sir? I'm good. Are you filming? Yeah, we are the Scumbags of Wrestling podcast. Oh, right Stitcher. Huh? We're on Stitcher. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a, another service. <laughs> but we'll get it to you. Right, we'll find a way. But yeah, you were in our spotlight this week. And oh, yeah, I, was, I was trying to figure out, I was trying to see what that was all about. Yeah, we were uh, reviewing uh, today's tournament. And then uh, have you in our spotlight talk about your up and coming stuff with uh, the kill screen and going to Dresden. And, forward to that. One of our fans, obviously, from our backwards. I prefer it this way. It's fine. It's going to be awesome in the first round. I'm excited for the We got you going to the finals. We did our predictions on the way. I did too. I got that Tyson Dukes doing some sailing with the same Viraida. Stuff on the lead, so 
night this past week on the Hangover. We're going back to live action in just a moment. We'll come back in the, after the show ends and give an update on how the first round went. See you soon. the ending of the first show and uh yeah so i can't believe what we've just seen that is incredible you, you wait for like there to be a slow match but it never comes it just keeps getting crazier and crazier each match yeah it's just been <laughs> building and building each time like we got through the first four matches for the uh to the intermission and couldn't believe we we're only a quarter of the way done uh for the show and now we're halfway through we have the uh, results of the uh, first eight matches in round one. So uh, it started off with Tyson Dukes going against Joy Mercury. Tyson Dukes got the win. Yeah, incredible match. Uh, they great, were, great way to uh, start off the show. Yeah, very, it was very technically sound. It was a very technical match. Uh, then we had uh, Kim Lee versus uh, Wheeler Yuta. That was awesome. Going back and forth, all of like, you don't expect that for human gender matches, but it's totally amazing how the guys and girls just go at it, meet each other, not even worrying about, oh, you're a male, you're a female. It's their top up and doing the match regardless of gender. Uh, then we had Joe Hendry versus Kevin Bennett. Oh, and by the way, yeah, I think we missed saying that Kimberly went over. Oh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Utah. And then the next match was... Joe Henry versus Kevin Bennett. Yeah, that started off uh, really interesting because earlier this week, uh, Bennett had a uh, rap that uh, he said he was going to whoop Joe Henry. And uh, as we got here, just before Joe came out, he had his own counter uh, rap too. Counter rap. Really, uh, without me from Eminem, kind of uh, did like a song filled in that. So it's like his version of Without Me, but like turned into a diss like he does with some of his other songs. And that match was just totally off the hook and yep. back and forth. Then uh, it did get a lot of offense in, but wow, it, it just, as we said before, it just kept on building. Henry got the uh, win. He'll be facing Tyson Dukes in the next round, and that's coming up very soon. And uh, Muscle was out to uh, congratulate uh, Joe, Henry. Joe Henry. Gave him his card and everything. <laughs> Looking for work. Looking for work. <laughs> and um, then we had Jordan Grace versus uh, Joey Janela. Really good match. Some really insane spots. I didn't really, I did not expect it to be that crazy. Um, you could tell the crowd was really behind Grace, but Janela ended up uh, coming up on top. Of the yeah, I mentioned to you that uh, Janela kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, Brian Kendrick with his uh, attitude and look and everything. Uh, by the time the end the came, Joey Janela ended up uh, winning, but the crowd was giving a standing ovation to uh, Grace and wanting her to come back. Then we had uh, Sebastian Suave versus Jason Cade. Another really good match. Uh, Anthony King and James came out to ringside with uh, Suave and uh, ran some interference. They both... Uh, took advantage of the referee's distraction, both Suave and Kingdom, and uh, yeah, Suave uh, pulled out the uh, win. Then we had uh, 
Brent Banks versus John Green. I would arguably say that's been match of the night so far. It could be uh, main event anywhere. Uh, just wasn't tonight, but it was definitely a great uh, match in the first round. And John Green uh, fell short with Banks winning and endorsed him to uh, take it to the uh, finals and uh, pull it out and go for the title. What do we say about the next match without spoiling it? I don't know. Well, I'll just we'll, we'll be as subtle as possible and this and just confuse you. Um, Andrew Everett beats Scotty O'Shea. You heard me right. Um, Scotty came out and uh, said that he needed to teach Bennett another lesson and pulled him from the match as part of the kill screen uh, activities going on. So that'll be interesting to see where that leads. Um, and then Matt, Matt go ahead. In the main event of uh, this first half and closing out the uh, tournament final was uh, Matt Riddle versus Mia Yim. Holy shit. That was a hard match to watch at times because you, uh, you didn't know how hurt they were getting because they were very physical and did some really strange moves and it was... That was the most physical match, I feel. It, it almost felt... I mean, he's got a UFC background, so that makes, that makes sense. But it felt more like I was watching UFC than wrestling. I was like, oh, God, please don't kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was just amazing how uh, hard-hitting the two were. Once again, they didn't care gender or not. They were uh, going out to uh, impress everybody. It started off slow, and to see it live... Uh, yeah, especially when Fight Network does the uh, broadcast of the Northern Tournament, it's going to be amazing to, for you to see the uh, finish. I can't believe a Canadian destroyer from the uh, second rope by Yim on uh, Riddle was yep. not the finish. That was. And he kicked out and ended up coming back and getting the win. He's moving on to face Kimberly in another intergender match later on this, this evening. Yep, so it looks like the matches we got for the next round are uh, Tyson Dukes versus Joe Hendry, Brent Banks versus Joey Janela, uh, Andrew Everett versus Sebastian Suave, and Kimberly versus Matt Riddle. So four great matches, only four will uh, advance to the uh, Fatal 4-Way elimination match uh, at the end of the night and be declared the uh, winner of the Northern Tournament. We're also going to see Tarek taking on Anthony Kingdom James. Yep. Super Smash Brothers versus Well Oiled Machines. For the tag team titles and in the main event will be the, for the Smash Wrestling uh, Championship. Frankie the Beast TM taking on uh, his own Malice uh, cohort, Vanessa Craven. Yeah. I. It's crazy. It's already. It's felt like one of the craziest shows I've seen, and we're only through half of it. <laughs> Like this extended really far. Like the doors are supposed to open for the second half now, and we just finished the first half. So they're taking uh, about a half hour break. The uh, talents out there signing autographs, and uh, they're hoping to get actually started on time at 7:30, as uh, originally scheduled. So we're going to check out of here. We have uh, second half for the evening to come. We're going to see some of the uh, talent right now. Maybe a quick bite to eat, and we'll catch you later. Yep. Thanks for coming, and we'll uh, 
definitely endorse the fact that you need to get this DVD if it, they make it into oh, a DVD. Oh, if it's a DVD, you just need this whole show, like, forever. Like, it's crazy. It's well worth picking up, so catch you later. Everybody, it's me, D. Snyder, yeah, 
Twisted Sister, House of Hair Radio, um, uh, Strangeland, Celebrity Apprentice. My God, what don't I do? Well, I know what I am doing. I'm coming to Rockin' Con in London, Canada on June 9th and 10th to kick y'all ass along with my friends Peter Chris, Lita Ford, and many more at this year's Rockin' Con. This is part convention, part concert, and all rock. I'm going to be there. You better be there. shows because we're kids science show guys now we wanted to thank everybody who's uh still following us from the indiegogo we're still actually putting the movie together collecting video all the time and wading our way through it uh big news though coming up this weekend june 8th which is friday night in london ontario canada of all places sorry about that part but for, uh, yeah one night only legendary clopex back together for one show crazy Rum Runners. The part London, of Rock yeah. Con. Yeah, part of Rock and Con. Yeah. So it's going to be at the London Music Hall. Rum Runners is one stage there. Use the code DRUMMER. You can get in for half price. That's so only nine bucks. Um, but come on out. We're going to be there all weekend. If you want to talk about the movie, we're going to be in London. Probably doing more filming stuff. Dee Snyder's going to be there. Lita Ford. All that you jazz. This, you'll probably make it in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. So come on out and hopefully we'll see you there and get ready to go crazy. Clopex coming back. What? That's okay. We are live. Uh, yeah, so it's actually five minutes to 11. We just left uh, the Phoenix a couple minutes ago. This will probably be our last check-in on our way home. Uh, the last four matches, wow, still, even this late into the day, they were still giving it their all. Anthony Kingdom James versus Tarek. I couldn't believe half the shit that Anthony was able to do. That fucking backflip moonsault thing. Moonsault from the top to the uh, rope to the floor. Yeah. I did not know he was capable of that. That was amazing. Yeah, it definitely surprised me when uh, Sebastian wanted respect for Anthony over for having 20 years experience in wrestling. And I only really know him as Uncle Phil, the uh, mouth of... Sebastian. Yeah, I had only known him as a manager too, so I was greatly impressed to see how 
much he kills it in the ring. That was awesome. As expected, uh, Sebastian did interfere, but uh, not enough to cause the loss, and Tarek did come up with the victory. Yep. Then there was uh, Super Smash Brothers versus Wild Machines. And right off the bat, uh, Psycho Mike came up with a birthday cake for uh, Pepper Parks. Everybody saying happy birthday to Pepper. Uh, we posted a little bit of that start of the celebration before uh, Evil Uno broke up the party. Lots of cake. Lots of cake. <laughs> I mean, it should be both a really dumb, fun, well-oiled machines match in a really brutal, heavy-hitting Super Smash Brothers match at the same time. Yeah, it was definitely a good mix between the two teams and uh, much like Popeye the Sailor Man, you have Psycho Mike powering up with bits of birthday cake and coming in with the hot tag and it turned into a huge brawl and the Smash Brothers uh, started tossing refs around and got themselves disqualified still champions to much to our surprise from earlier's predictions while the machines are still champs they'll be in Dresden actually uh, defending the titles I don't know I guess who now because it was supposed to be kill screen but may or may not happen <laughs> and the next match was uh, so Vanessa Craven versus Frankie TM never happened instead the two of them teamed up and said to send any other two out to fight them basically and it ended up being Jody Threat and Greed that came, John Greed that came out yeah they uh, Craven and uh Frankie faced off against each other, but uh, Frankie uh, said he saw what was going on with Smash and that they wanted to try and put a wedge between them since they're both uh, members of Malice, and they weren't going to allow that to happen, so they refused to fight each other. That's when they called out uh, competition in the form of uh, Threat and Greed. Yep. Good match. Yeah, they didn't uh, let it just be uh, women versus women, men versus men, just like the rest of the day was. Everybody was fair game, and some interesting um, motions with uh, Jody and Frankie right in front of her uh, family. So, yeah, that'll be fun to explain later on. Uh, but, yeah, just... And a, a great match. Uh, Green even threw Jody over the top rope into uh, Craven and Frankie, but it wasn't enough, and they ended up losing uh, when uh, Craven played the threat. That was really cool. Still a great match. Ended with an interesting promo, I guess you could say. Yeah, uh, definitely won't be airing uh, anytime <laughs> soon on uh, Fight Network. But uh, John thanked everybody who was uh, in attendance since tonight. There was actually multiple wrestling events that people could have gone to, and the ones who were there decided to choose Smash, and he was very thankful for uh, them and probably was speaking not just for himself but also on behalf of everybody in Smash and thanked the audience who uh, took the time and spent their money on them and acknowledge them as Canada's number one uh, organization. 
Yep. And then what was the... So then they finally ended with the uh, Fatal 4-Way to end the tournament. And that was Andrew Everett, Matt Riddle, Brent Banks, and uh, Tyson Dukes. It was a little... Here's the thing. It was really short, but I get it. I mean, the show had been going on for six hours, and all four of those wrestlers, that was their third match of the night. So I get they couldn't... Both for timing and their own body, I don't think they were going to power through another ten-minute match. Yeah, it started off really uh, fast-paced with all four just taking turns, hitting each other, and doing high spots after high spot. And then all of a sudden, the uh, eliminations just racked up really quick. I'd say within less than two minutes, Yeah. Uh, we went from their first elimination to final elimination. And, uh, yeah, Brent Banks was first eliminated. Then Everett. Then Everett. And finally, uh, Tyson took out uh, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle in the final uh, elimination and was uh, announced as the winner of the Northern Tournament. And he'll get a uh, title shot. Yeah, not too surprising. Definitely good. Definitely a good choice. Should come up in their uh, big uh, super show. Yep. Number six, I believe it is. Uh, it's coming up later on this uh, summer. So that's us for uh, now. It was awesome uh, being able to do this, whether our podcast or going and seeing everything live. And that was definitely possible from uh, post wrestling. With uh, yes, a huge re- thank you. Rewind away for SmackDown, and we got. I answered the question. And thankfully, they were able to give us some tickets to uh, go. I'd like to also thank uh, the crew at Smash for putting on a great show. Six hours. That's a long day for anybody, regardless of how uh, much you were in the ring or were doing the camera work. The commentary, like the whole crew just did an amazing job today, and thank you for allowing us to do our show as well. So we're going to end uh, right now, as we have an invite to uh, call in to Sunday Night's Main Event. Yeah. So that just started about four minutes ago. He might be doing his commercial right now. So if you are actually able to go on the iHeartRadio network and find 1150 uh, TSN out of Hamilton, you might actually hear us with a uh, live report with Jason Agnew. So until then, this is the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. I'm Sean. David. And we're good to go. Uh, See you later. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, and that wraps up another episode of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. I'd like to thank uh, Dave for joining me with the road trip to Toronto to see Smash Wrestling Presents the Northern Tournament. Thank you to John Pollock and Wei Ting of Post Wrestling and the tickets. It definitely was a long day, but a great day of in-ring action that was totally non-stop from start to finish. Jaw-dropping, as always, especially seeing Kingdom do his moonsault, Mia Yim with her Canadian Destroyer, and all the action that happened in between. 
definitely worthwhile if you get a chance to see this either on demand or buy the DVD. Whether it's Smash Wrestling or any other local independent wrestling organization, be sure to get out and support them. They work their asses off for you every night, and you, they need you to give them the same support back. As you heard earlier, we're going to be hitting the road one more time on the 16th of June as a group of us head down to Dresden to see Smash Wrestling at the Dresden Arena. We still have a few VIP seats left. If you want to join us for just $20 each, the more the merrier. Our next episode should be another long but informative one as we preview and predict the Dresden show, NXT Chicago, talk about CM Punk's law victory, and also preview and predict the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Join us then, and we'll see you later.